0: Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, Editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Manuel da Costa. He is Associate Director of Outcomes Research at Zoetis. Thanks for joining us today. Good for having me, Joe. The poultry industry is obviously very concerned about salmonella um, in the broiler breeder flock. They pretty much vaccinate routinely and have been for quite some time, but now we're seeing a huge uptick in the amount of broiler vaccination for salmonella. In fact, I saw a statistic the other day that like since 2015, it's gone up around 6,000%, which is mind boggling. What's driving
1: that? Uh, that's, that's a very good point. You know, broiler breeders, as you mentioned, they have been uh, on salmonella vaccination programs for a long time. Um, but the trends for the broilers is a very recent thing. And that pertains with a specific type of vaccine, which is a uh, live salmonella vaccines. Um, I think what uh, what, brought the need for a usage of those vaccines was um, a better management of salmonella for sure but uh, when fsis a few years ago enacted the new uh, new plant standards where plants start to being categorized you know uh, more regulatory uh, measures uh, so poultry companies comply with uh, with better salmonella performance that creates an extra pressure let's say on the poultry industry that um, Led the the, shi- the decision makers to evaluate new um, new strategies to control uh, salmonella. So I see that's where the live salmonella vaccination fits into the equation. And um, as you mentioned, since 2015, approximately there is a rise and con- continuous rise of the usage of live salmonella vaccination as a strategy to uh, to reduce. Um, salmonella in, in, in broilers and not in breathers.
0: But despite the huge increase that we've seen over the past three years, most poultry companies are not vaccinating broilers for salmonella. How do you go about making that decision?
1: So, uh, salmonella, when you look, it's a common place for most of the disease and issues in, in poultry, but, you know, you need to have an integrated approach. So uh, when a company looks to the salmonella control, you know it's going to look for the basis of the salmonella control is on the breathers, as you mentioned initially. But then there's another series of steps that uh, need to be uh, accounted for for this control. Um, so maybe some of the companies are taking some uh, initiatives on some other sides that they don't feel that there's a need for um, for uh, adding the extra cost of vaccinating. Uh, on top of those, uh, those measures. However, uh, some of these companies, despite of, of the, the steps that they take to, to control salmonella, sometimes you see a high load of salmonella coming into the plant. Uh, you see, for instance, more uh, human important serotypes coming into the plant. So there's where the vaccines can step in and help the producers to reduce that load coming into the plant and also control um, some of the serotypes that are more problematic in terms of a uh, foodborne disease.
0: Now you use the word serotype to describe the, the different salmonellas. Is, are they basically variations of the same thing or are they unique pathogens? So
1: you, when you look to salmonella you have different uh, groups. They are, they're just classified based on the antigen. So. Uh, you have various groups based on the O antigen, and then, depending on the other characteristics, you you can, uh, within those groups, you can serotype. So basically, you have an umbrella, that's the, your group, and then under that, you're gonna have different serotypes that have different characteristics of each strain. So,
0: I would imagine if you wanna get the broadest salmonella protection and the biggest bang for the buck, if you're gonna be investing in a vaccine, that cross-protection, would be very important.
1: Yes, it is, uh, so when you look for a vaccine candidate for Salmonella, you will want to find a strain that uh, shares the most antigens with, uh, with the other serotypes, and uh, you know, Salmonella typhimurium. if you look to the composition of that, um, that bacterial strain, you will find that uh, it has a lot of, uh, Shared antigens with various serotypes that uh, are a concern for, for, um, for humans, but also you know, uh, immunity to salmonella is not that uh, straightforward. Uh, sometimes you will find some uh, serotypes that uh, do not have any antigen that is shared with the vaccine, and when you vaccinate birds, you'll still see a response to that and. Uh, we believe that's mostly related with a non-specific immunity, the cellular-based um, uh, immunity. Uh, that results in, in a reduction of the serotypes. So it's, it's not a very straightforward uh, correlation, in my opinion.
0: Now, you wanted to take a closer look at that. I understand that you recently did a study with a live ST vaccine for Salmonella. What was the purpose of that study and what did you find?
1: So it's actually a set of studies that uh, we have done. Our our objective was to, um, you know, base that uh, that vaccination program for broilers with a with a live salmonella them. and then based on the key serotypes that we believe are important for the poultry industry, um, we wanted to see if, um, you know, when you vaccinate those birds, can we have a protection against those those key serotypes. And we approached that in uh, in two two different ways. Uh, one was uh, using an early challenge model. We get asked quite a bit um, from um, from of, uh, of our uh, colleagues in the in, in the poultry industry if the vaccine is effective against uh, early challenges. And
0: so when you say yeah. early challenge, specifically, what kind of time frame?
1: Uh, you know it can be uh, challenges that are brought along from the breather, from the breathers on the vertical transmission or early exposure you know first week of age um, on these specific trials we 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 did challenge around four or five days We do have other trials that we evaluate vertical transmission there's also another advantage of using um, uh, a live vaccine the day of age uh, and and that is especially important on the early on the early models is that uh Borla chicks are really susceptible for salmonella colonization during that uh, hatchery uh, first days in the, in the farm period. So if you can populate um, those birds with a, with a vaccine, a live vaccine, what you'll be doing is you're going to create a competitive exclusion with wild types. So that's another route where the vaccines can become handy and uh, you know, kind of exclude the wild types while at the same time they trigger immunity. To uh, to create a response that uh, that's going to last for the bird's life. You know. So, is there a
0: best time to vaccinate for Salmonella
1: for yeah. broilers? What we yeah, so we the- advise is to vaccinate right off the bat at the hatchery, spray vaccinate those birds, and then uh, you will want to come back and uh, and give a field boost at 14 days, and uh, and that should give you a protection uh, down to your to the end of your production cycle.
0: And if you're vaccinating for broilers, does that take any pressure off of the, the broiler breeder manager? Can they cut back on their side as a result, or are you just really trying to increase the level
1: of overall protection? Broiler breeder Salmonella programs are key when you uh, when you try to to control for Salmonella. So you will want to have the strongest breeder program that you have uh, by using killed vaccines. Uh, you can use autogenous. You, you can you do a priming with a live vaccine and you, you can use a uh, killed uh, vaccine autogenous as uh, and as in a way to reduce the the salmonella in your breathers and also transfer maternal immunity to your progeny to actually face those uh, very first day challenges as well so I wouldn't uh, take my um, my coins from uh, from from the breathers
0: were you surprised by any of the results in this study
1: no so uh it was really interesting. What we observed was we tested for um, Salmonella enteritis and also Salmonella Kentucky over the first uh, two, three, three weeks using a four or five day. Uh, and we, we detect detected that uh, when you use vaccines, you tended to, to reduce the load of those serotypes. So it was uh, really encouraging to see that uh, in a such, such a short period of, of time where the vaccine doesn't have, uh, to be honest, much room to, to respond, um, we, still, we were still able to detect um, a reduction in the salmonella load. Uh, when we look to the latest challenges, around 34, f- 35 day, uh, we got a really good cross protection against um, group Cs. So we evaluate for Kentucky, which is not that important for humans, but it's really important for poultry companies uh, when it comes to the standards. Uh, We also got a a good reduction of the loads in Cicas of uh, Salmonella infantis uh, challenge birds. And uh, we tested a Halleberg, which is one of the major serotypes that that concerns human health. Um, We were able to show uh, reduction uh, in Salmonella load and prevalence in samples that we took from the bird, but also from the environment.
0: Now, the Salmonella itself doesn't harm the bird. It can certainly threaten humans, but it doesn't harm the bird. But is there any performance benefit to vaccinating for Salmonella?
1: We have seen, uh, as you said, Salmonella theoretically doesn't harm the birds, but what we have found uh, on our control studies, but also um, in our field trials, is that when you vaccinate birds, you tend to see a marginal improvement in, uh, in feed conversion. Um, to be honest, I think uh, there's two explanations for that. One is that uh, I've seen that uh, when you challenge or when you have a high salmonella challenge, uh, even though that they are not pathogenic uh, to the birds, they can do harm performance of the birds. So maybe you're cutting that, let's call it subclinical effect of salmonella. The other one is that uh, the live salmonella vaccine is conditioning uh, the overall gut environment and make the bird more efficient uh but you know i've never tested this hypothesis but we do see that uh, trial after trial we get uh, to feed, feed the conversion points on the, on the birds that are vaccinated